Previously on the Earth Rangers podcast, Emma and her new rival Ryan have started a race across the United States of America in the quest for the best to see who will earn the job as podcast host. After one round in the city and one on wilderness trails, Emma and Ryan are tied at one point apiece. But things are about to get a bit more challenging. This time, they are going underground. It's time to go spelunking. Adventure on, Earth Rangers! Rangers, I am so excited to be here in Mammoth Cave National Park. <laughs> I just arrived, and I am ready to explore. Thank you so much, Ranger Baloo, for giving me this tip in the comments on the show notes page in the app. What a great idea. I mean, when it comes to caves, it doesn't get much better than this. When number one said that we had to go spelunking, I was ready to dive in. I've explored caves before, but never the world's longest cave system. I kind of wonder where Ryan is. I was thinking of sending him a quick text to see if he'd tell me his whereabouts, but there is no way it's as cool as this. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? I'm super excited about going into the C-A-V-E-S caves for this challenge. I'm in Kentucky. Where are you? Question mark. <clears throat> okay, let's get going. Uh, oh, whoa, hey, <laughs> that was fast. Uh, he responded. He says... I'm at Wind Cave National Park, deep underground. You know, just like your... Just like your career as a podcast host is about to be? Whoa, okay, that's... Wow. Okay, so, anyways. This is a totally fascinating place. As I mentioned, it's the longest cave system in the world. Over 400 miles of cave have been explored, and people have been visiting these caves for over 4,000 years. The park is an official international biosphere reserve, which means lots of animals live in this protected area, and some, like the Kentucky cave shrimp, are endangered. Now, when you're here at Mammoth Cave National Park, you can sign up for tours of the cave. Some tours are easy, like the one I'm about to embark on. Mostly walking, lots of steps, but no major squeezing and crawling and trying not to get stuck in small openings. Those, those are things to do on the hard hikes. Even though I am an experienced outdoors woman, I'm not a super experienced blunker, so I'm happy to stick to the easier track. Speaking of which, it's time to find my tour group. Catch in a few. Earth Rangers! And I'm back. Earth Rangers, my tour group is just starting our descent into the cave. We're using lanterns to light the way, and with the shadows they're creating on the walls and ceiling, the effect is, well, downright eerie. I feel like I'm about to walk into a great big hole. An abyss. The stalactites make this whole place feel like it's from another planet. Stalactites are rock formations made from mineral deposits caused by water dripping onto the floor of the cave over long periods of time. Hey, 
Do you want a handy hint to remember the difference between stalagmites and stalactites? Just remember that stalactites hang tight to the top, or the ceiling, and you might trip over a stalagmite. Miss, are you listening? Oh, yes, sorry, I I'm right here. I'm paying attention. Hey, Earth Rangers, let me go closer to our tour guide so that I can catch his explanations. One thing you might find interesting is that through the years, people have used the cave for many different things. In fact, there was a time in the early 1800s when people suffering from tuberculosis were sent down here to live. Tuberculosis is a disease that affects the lungs. The theory was that the air was more humid and a more consistent temperature than on the surface, making it better for tuberculosis patients to breathe. Until they started lighting fires and cooking underground, that is. The cave has also been used as a mine and, these days, as a tourist attraction. But what about animals? What animals do you think of first when I say cave? If you said bats, you're right. There are a lot of bats in the mammoth caves, 13 species. Not all the bats use the cave, however. Some live in hollow trees or buildings around the park. Some, like the gray bat, northern long-eared bat, and Indiana bat are actually endangered. Next, we're approaching one of the larger caverns. This particular part of the cave system was discovered much later than the rest. Sorry. Since he mentioned bats earlier, I just want to add a few facts because I think bats are super important. Why? Well, one of the main reasons is because of what they eat. As you might know, bats are insectivores. That means they eat insects. Something they do very well is keeping insect populations down. And that's good for people, who likes mosquito bites, and crops. Bats find their insect dinner by using echolocation. That's bouncing sound off objects and listening to figure out where the objects are. Bats use ultrasound to do this. Sounds too high for human ears to hear. Bats here at the park have lots of tasty bugs to eat, but there is a problem they're facing. White nose syndrome. White nose syndrome is a fungus that grows on a bat's face or wings. The fungus causes major problems for the bat because it disrupts their hibernation, it causes dehydration, starvation, and sadly, death. White nose syndrome is found in the USA and Canada, and it affects many species of bat. Scientists are trying to figure out a way to stop the spread of the fungus because, you guys, we really need bats in our lives. Now, you might think that bats are the only animals that live in caves, but you'd be wrong. There are lots of animals that have become adapted to life underground. Hey, let's play a quick game to see if you can identify some of them. It's time for... Spot the Fake. It's a fake. You're a fake. I'm a fake. Spot the Fake. Okay, three of these creatures are cave dwellers. One of these creatures is totally fake. But which is it? Is it A, the cave pseudoscorpion? B, the fishing spider? C, the shimmering cave worm? Or D, the northern cave fish? If you guess C, the shimmering cave worm, you're right. The others are actual real creatures. Here's what I learned about them. The pseudoscorpion looks a lot like a tiny scorpion. It's a type of arachnid, but it has no stinger. Pseudoscorpions are only two to eight millimeters long, and they eat all kinds of insects that people aren't particularly fond of. 
Clothes moth larvae, ants, mites, and flies. The fishing spider likes to live near the cave entrances here at the park. Fishing spiders have earned their name because they like to fish for prey, including actual fish. How does a tiny spider catch a fish? Well, fishing spiders aren't tiny. They can have a leg span of up to 7.5 centimeters, which is about three inches. The northern cave fish has no eyes and no pigment. Talk about adaptations to living in a dark, lightless world. So how do these small fish find their way around if they don't have eyes? They're equipped with little sensitive bumps on their skin called papillae, which allow them to sense what's happening around them. Amazing. Well, it looks like the tourist stopped here for a second because our guide is talking about, um, something, I don't know, I can't really hear, but I, I'm, I'm just gonna duck over here really quickly and check the Earth Rangers app because I cannot stop thinking about bats. I feel like I missed some key facts, but I can just check the Wildwire blog right here in the app. And I know we did a piece about bats a while ago. Ah, yeah, here it is. You can always find such great stuff on the Wildwire blog. Let's do a quick countdown of bat facts. Number five. Number four. Number three. Number two. Number one. Top five countdown. Number five. Bats are the only mammal capable of true sustained flight. Number four. Bats are super social and live in large groups called colonies. Number three, bat droppings called guano, while grouse make excellent fertilizer. Number two, bats are incredibly diverse in size. They can be as small as the one-inch bumblebee bat or as large as the giant golden crowned flying fox bat with a wingspan of five feet. And finally, number one, bats are excellent pollinators. They can help spread seeds of some really important crops. Think nuts, figs, and cacao. Bats are the best, Earth Rangers. And now to rejoin my toy group, which is right over, um, uh, ooh, well, it, it was right over there, but currently isn't. Um, you guys, I, I don't want to worry you or anything, but I can't find my tour group. Ooh, okay, just keep cool, Emma. I mean, I can't be, like, totally lost, right? I mean, this is only the world's longest underground cave system. Not too hard to find your way out of that, right? Ma'am? Oh, yes? Are you coming? Yep, yep, here I am. We're about to enter the snowball room, which has the appearance of hundreds of snowballs, varying in size. Hey, listeners, we're getting close to the end of the tour, and... I was secretly hoping to learn something about mammoths, you know, the ancient supersized woolly elephants, but it turns out the term mammoth is only used to describe the sheer size of this cave foundation. And, oh, hey, wait a second. I see light. Hmm, I see daylight. Is that the sun? Oh, it feels good to see the outside world. Cave life is great, but I am definitely a surface dwelling kind of gal. Whoa, that is bright. Mm. Besides the cave system, there are a number of great above-ground hikes throughout the park. This park is really beautiful. The trees, the rocks, the paths, the... Ooh, wait a second. Oh, Earth Rangers, it looks like I'm not alone here. There's... there's a snake. I'm going 
haven't crossed any animals in a while. Let me see. Thankfully, I have that book, The Complete History of Snakes, that Miss Mallory gave me back in Virginia. Hmm, let's see here. Length? Hard to say, since it's all coiled up, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably about three feet long. It kind of reminds me of our animal ambassador, Floyd the Ball Python. <laughs> but there's no way I'd find a ball python here. Right, right, yeah, because they live in Africa. But that said, this snake has a similar color. A tannish brown with darker hourglass-shaped crossbands across the length of the body. Elliptical pupils like cat's eyes, large triangular head. Mm, oh boy, I think this one is venomous. It's, it's a copperhead. Thankfully, they are very unlikely to bite unless cornered or accidentally stepped on. All the same, let me just move back a little bit and give them some space. Copperhead snakes are pit vipers, which, despite what I used to think, does not mean they live in a pit. It means they have heat-sensing pits on their head. And that's a handy feature if you want to stay hidden from people. This snake really wants nothing to do with me. That's why I'm going to do the smartest thing and stay perfectly still and enjoy this encounter from a safe distance. I should also report the sighting at the park office later. Speaking of which, I should probably start heading back to the main entrance to make sure I have some time to work on my fact for today's showdown. I'll check back with you in a little bit. Oh, right. It's just about time to call number one. Let's see. I've got my fact. Reception is good. Check, check, check. All right, here we go. Ooh, I can't wait to share my info today. Hello. Hey, boss. It's me. Ah, Emma. Great to hear from you. You're first today. Oh, awesome. I had such a great time in Kentucky. I learned a lot in the caves here. What's and... up? What's up? It's your boy Ryan on the line. Hi, Ryan. Hi. How did you find your spelunking challenge, Ryan? Uh, caves are cool. Hmm. That's it? They're bigger than I thought. Deeper than I thought. Scarier than I imagined. Scarier? Fine. Look, I didn't actually manage to get into the cave for more than five minutes. There wasn't much to see anyway, so I headed back up to the surface and investigated wildlife there. But don't worry, I've got a fax that will blow your minds. <laughs> it's okay to be afraid of things. The point is you tried. The point is mine, because I'm going to win. Emma, you called in first, so you're up first. Okay. I'm going to tell you all about an animal that can be found in caves, or a type of troglophile, if you prefer fancy terms. My animal is the little brown bat. Little brown bats are, as you might expect, little. They have a wingspan of up to 11 inches and weigh less than half an ounce, and brown, although they do range from brown to reddish to golden, and occasionally white, if it's an albino bat. They're social creatures and live in colonies that can reach into the thousands. Aside from caves, they can roost in wood piles, trees, and buildings. Is that all you have? Uh, yes. Okay, Ryan, you're up. My animal weighs up to 2,000 pounds. It's sometimes incorrectly called a buffalo, and it's been living in the USA since prehistoric times. It's the American bison. Bison are big, tough animals, so I kept my distance at the park when I saw one. Although they're herbivores, they have no interest in eating me. They may not see me very well, and if they're startled, 
that can make the herd stampede. And did I mention they can run at over 30 miles per hour? What bison lack in sight, they more than make up for in the ability to hear and smell. Which is good because these big animals are also hungry. They can eat up to 30 pounds of grass a day. Here's a cool bison fact. Their babies are known as red dogs. That's due to the orangey reddish coat color when they're born. After a few months, they lose that bright hair and begin to turn brown. American bison are so amazing. They're actually the official mammal of the United States. Thank you, Ryan. Well, let me see. Who is going to be today's winner? On one hand, Emma's fact was not exactly sensational. <laughs> On the other hand, Ryan's bison information was fascinating and very thorough. But your assignment was to explore a cave or cave system, and bisons, Ryan, have absolutely nothing to do with caves. I understand that you didn't enjoy being underground, but you could have at least picked an animal like a bear that at least spends some amount of time in caves. Seriously? Bison? All right, all right, I get it. No need to rub it in. So, the winner of today's challenge and new race leader with two points is... Emma! Yay! Okay, I want both of you to step up your game next time. For the fourth leg of the race, I challenge you to visit the most unique environment you can find, a place with an ecosystem unlike anywhere else in the world. Any questions? Nope. Sounds like a piece of cake. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Excellent. Then good luck to both of you. Peace out. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that could have been more detailed, but all the same, we did it. Did you hear that, listeners? We did it again. Oh, amazing work. You know, I could not have done it without you guys. We're in the lead, so now we just have to keep it up and stay in the lead. The next challenge has me really stumped. I mean, a totally unique ecosystem? Where should I go this time? I am definitely going to need your help again. Remember the show notes pages for the episodes in the podcast section of the Earth Rangers app? Well, that's the best place for us to connect. I'll provide a detailed report of each leg of the race, and you can share your ideas on where to go next in the comments. For example, without the help of Earth Ranger Blue, I would never even have found out about the Mammoth Park caves. And even if you don't have any hints for me, make sure to stop by anyways. Because each episode we give away a free podcast t-shirt for your avatar. Just answer this week's trivia question about bats for a chance to win. If you listened closely today, the answer will be simple. Alright gang, I have a very good feeling about this. It's time to keep on racing and keep on ranging. Bye! Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Sparted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. 
And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Hey, animal lovers. Earth Ranger Emma here to tell you about my favorite app, the Earth Rangers app. By signing up for a free membership, you can access tons of fun content like daily animal trivia, puzzles, top 10 lists, and my podcast, of course. In the app, you can send me notes by commenting on the episode pages. I just love hearing from you. You can also complete environmental missions, do eco-friendly crafts, and help protect animals. And if you use the code Emma in the code vault, you'll earn 25 bonus points to help you level up. Download today, and I'll see you in the app.